to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Bogey. Hey, and if you want to catch me on the internet, find me on Twitter. At FF Larry Monkey is where you can find me. Now, this guy needs no introduction. He's on the couch. He's on the couch. I ain't heard about any turkeys because I I think he turns himself into a turkey if you go and catch a turkey in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? At Rod DFF, Justin Rogers. With with our guest Scott Sidlow. Number one in real estate taxes, number one in crime, and number one in Pornhub, baby. Hey, hey. He's like a you're like a like a stepsister guy, right? Is that what it what, what <laughs> that? That's right. That's right. That's the category. That's the top portfolio category. dynasty, or maybe Pornhub Olio, Pornhub Olio, Pornhub Pornhub Dynasty. Pornhub, Pornhub Dynasty. At Scott underscore Sidlow, known to his friends at home as Sid, but on the internet, he is Scott. Welcome to the show. So talk about landing spots. We got some best or worst landing spots for these fantasy-friendly top 12. You want to go through the top 12 best, worst landing? Bijan Robinson, start from the top. That the best or the worst? Worst. Worst spot for Bijan is the Eagles. Yeah, I just see him always mock there, so I just want to mess with people. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big spot. No, I don't really like it either. Yeah, Jaylen It's not Hurt, the worst, though. Hurts and Robinson for years to come? Yeah, no, it's definitely not the worst, but yeah. it's not the best. Gosh. If the that, Texans I mean, would be bad. Texans would be a bad spot. Yeah, They'll get a lot of carries, 12, but they're yeah. going to be so bad. Yeah. I think, no, I think any every player we're going to talk about, the worst for me will always be the Patriots. Oh like yeah, no page, but I can't even fathom that they trade that they would draft him. But yeah, that would be a bad, bad spot. But I, Patriots across the board for everyone, worst landing spot. <laughs> well, that's really original. What a great segment, Larry. All right, let's move right <laughs> on. All right, here we go. <laughs> Where to next? Oh, CJ Stroud is the, is the consensus number two pick in the dynasty a rookie superflex ADP for DLF. Which we are a DLF podcast, by the way, right, Justin? No. We're not? No. <laughs> no, Larry. You can keep trying to make it happen, but until you speak to On- them. Honorary. An honorary DLF yeah. podcast. We just love DLF as well. They had a fo- I filled out a form. You're a DAP Network podcast tonight, so I'll give you that. Yeah. Are, we, are you yeah. broadcasting us on the DAP Network? Well, we're two out of three members here. Yeah, the well, that's what I'm well. saying. We, we just... By majority rule, I mean. Okay. Yeah. But what were we just talking about? Oh, <laughs> CJ Stroud, land, best and worst landing spot. Wait, what's Bijan's best landing spot? Oof, the Chargers. If they can move Eckler. We're talking dynasty. So Bang- Bengals, Falcons. Falcons. The Falcons. Cowboys. Love that. I don't want them to draft. I really don't want them to draft Bijan. But for fantasy, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, hey, Troy, Cowboys. Yeah, there you go. Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been mocked. I've seen a more than I've seen two mocks, not more than two. I've seen two mocks in out of the millions that I've looked at. But anyway, two mock drafts where Bijan has been going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And some people tell me to shut the f up when I say that. But I've seen it too. Yeah. Why not? If it can happen here, it could happen anywhere. It, it doesn't make sense for the from a team standpoint based on what where they're at and, and what they need. But uh, mm. I mean, I guess who knows? You got to sell tickets too, right? So 
You got to um, sell tickets. He can go to Minnesota. I mean, it's, the Vikings are talking about moving Dalvin Cook. Vikings, um, Saints. Could do you see him getting past the Cowboys? No, I, Jerry, Jerry, I think might He's not getting no. There's there. no way. You know? I don't think Bichon gets out of the top fifteen. I don't think he gets anywhere close to the Cowboys. Yeah, and I don't think anybody yeah, trades up to take a running and, back. And the Patriots pick fourteen. Yeah. So. So not out of the top thirteen. Please. That would be really. That's why I've. That's why I've traded the one hundred and one in a couple of leagues because of my fear he'll go to the Patriots. That, that's why. That's the number one reason. That's the reason. Yep. That's so, the reason. but hold, I want to go back to this real quick because let's say Houston. They they get it they get their quarterback at two and they take Bijan at twelve. They have some decent receivers. Nobody like spectacular, but solid. Well, then they could, solid they could go another. They could go wide receiver at thirty three no. if they wanted. So okay, that's fine. But don't you think Bijan would catch a ton of passes there over the next like the early, early career CMC? Right, he's catching a ton of passes. He's he's getting the bulk of running work. Like I don't think that would be horrible. At All right, so Stroud, worst landing spot. Where are we going? Like worse, non-obvious, like, like obviously you're not gonna uh, say okay, Chicago, say Philly. Like, if you were looking at like the top like 15 or 14 because he's not drop, dropping that far, right? We don't think, you know, it can't be like worst landing spot, the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, honestly, right. he's going, he's gonna be a top three pick. Everyone knows this. We don't know that. There is, there is. Okay, it just came out today. Odds, hold on, it just came out today. The odds are that Will Levis is the. Like it, Vegas is putting the odds at Will Levis being the number two pick. Mm. Let's, let's talk about the big three: the Panthers, Texans, and Colts. How about mm. worst landing spot out of those three? Who I else is that, I don't think that's QB. the only team in play. So who Larry, else? Is, if, well, Vegas, Vegas Seattle, right, right. Detroit. Okay, so Larry, what if if the Panthers go Bryce Young? The Texans are really high on Bryce Young. Apparently, they're out on anybody else. But if the Panthers go Bryce Young, and then someone trades in and goes. Will Levis, and then the Colts go AR. You've got CJ Stroud out of the top four. All right, so okay, so it's completely so, a possibility. We don't Seattle have at five, have Detroit at six, Vegas at seven. Right. Any of those so are with, possible. So okay, so what's a what's a crappy landing spot for CJ Stroud? I I would just say Detroit, just because you probably won't play right away. Obviously, well, he, he's not playing right away on any of those three teams. It's a problem. Yeah. Well, right. I don't want. I, I don't think Gino. Gino's going to come back to. He's going to turn back. Into yeah, a I agree with that. But I don't think that that means that it's going to be. Uh, all right. So uh, any of those three spots is not great because yeah. the 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 playing time is not going to be there early. Uh, you know, the Lions are probably the worst because Goff is. It feels like the most entrenched the way he played last year. I don't like the Raiders because I am not a big fan of Josh McDaniel as a head coach. And everybody talks about him as an offensive mind, but the offensive mind doesn't matter when you're when you're the head coach because you're not you're not coaching position players. You're not working on schemes so much as just managing and you know uh, he's just basically a personnel manager. You know, it changes right. things. Best landing spot. Best landing spot. What we got for CJ Stroud? Oh, I want him to go to Carolina, and if if he goes one, he's gonna be his own tier. Oh, yeah, he would be. It would be one, two, and then the next, you know, the rest basically. So, and then where does he land in a super flex startup? Oh, he in, be, in between who? Um, he goes to Carolina. 
I could I could see him being. Uh oh. Canine behind eleven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could see him being 10, 11, a QB one, you know, um, it depends because like Kyler's hurt. People are really discounting him. Lamar's got everything going on. Dak's kind of falling. So, you know, yeah, I, if somebody took him over any of those guys, I wouldn't blame him. I don't know that I personally would, but I think he's definitely in the conversation at that point for me. Yeah. I'd still have to put him down right after Kyler probably. Would you kiss him on the lips if he said, "Hey, I might bend over in front of him." What? Well, <laughs> you'd have to get Whoa, down. You'd have to get down I, on yeah, the ground. I'd have to kneel Just down in front of yeah. him. Pushing yeah. the limits on the, on the you can lift e him off the, on the show. Table, you know. Yeah, we, we have yeah. the e on the show for a reason, folks. So reason right there. DLF ADP <laughs> has Stroud, Richardson, Young, 13, 14, 15, which is right behind Watson, Kyler, that's a, Tua. That's bullshit. That's a cop out. So that's you can't where... have the three rookies. Bam, bam, bam. You can't. That's bullshit. Why not? Why? Why? <laughs> Why, what, Why not? Mix it up. Why do you, want, what do you want me to tell you? Uh, rubbish, I would take man. all those guys over Tua personally. Oh, so... now we're talking. Now this is now this is now we're creating content. I'd take Daniel Jones over Tua. Oh my God! Well, see, I can't do that. Now you're at <laughs> now. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I knew you'd love that one, Justin. Sid Love, what the fuck? Any times? Are you fucking kidding me? That's okay because apparently, this guy on Twitter was like, the Jalen Hurts contract is so bad that the Giants got a deal on Daniel Jones. Little did he know, first of all, Daniel Jones sucks. And second of all, wow. Jalen Hurts' contract is actually cheaper because they prorated it, and uh, it's a great and contract. How he is a genius. His his contract was cheaper over the first couple of years of the, of the contract. It's like, hey, you you're Amazing. an idiot. Just shut the hell up. Amazing. I can't get behind Daniel Jones because I think he's got a shelf life of about a year and a half. Before oh that. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Of course, yes. Yeah, I think you're just trying to poke the shit out of me right now, Scott. I don't like it, Sid, baby. His, his name no, is but uh, Tua would be like quarterback thirty-two for me, so that's, that's not really fair to to say that. So I wish I was in a league with you and you but, had a share, and I could go buy him for Daniel Jones. Yeah, but if I, I never, had a share, of Daniel Jones. I never. It's had a whole anymore. lot of ifs and none of you know, no substance. You know, I want to see Stroud in Atlanta. Come on, yeah, personal and fantasy. Let's go. Yeah, that would be is exciting. he from there? He's from there, isn't he? Or no? No, 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 no. He's not from there. Fields was, was Fields. Field. I think Fields was from Atlanta. One no, of those guys Fields. was. It was Fields. Okay, it was Fields. Okay. But the only problem is, is that if he falls to eight, Atlanta's just going to break my heart again and take some other bullshit. Well, hold on a second here. Let's talk about. Let's see. We're talking about Chicago. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fantasy friendly options in Chicago right now. As well, we talked about Carolina. Chicago what? did a lot of tinkering as well, right? Didn't they? Did they? Larry just said, "Screw this whole best and worst landing spot. We're going to Chicago." <laughs> <laughs> All right, best and worst landing spot. Damn, ADD is Ray kicking in hard. <laughs> we didn't even make it past two picks. I know. <laughs> You're like, let's pivot to another co- another uh, top. <laughs> hey, let's do the top two <laughs> best and worst right, landing so, spot. So Bryce Young. <laughs> what's, what's the worst landing spot for Bryce? New England. Rob. 
Well, I mean, our conversation kind of applies to all those guys, I think, right? Seattle, Detroit, Vegas, no. Well, Carolina, they're, they're, Houston, Indy, yes, right? I, I don't the think the worst offensive change. line of that group. The the question would be of Houston, Carolina, and Indy. Is there one where any of those top three quarterbacks goes to that it's going to either move them to the top or move them to the bottom? I mean, that's that's the real question, right? Because if it's those guys are kind of locked in as two, three, four at this point, I mean, I, I, I don't see unless one of them falls significantly and ends up in like Washington. Right. Um, I just I don't see how that's really going to change regardless of where they go. If they're talking top four, top five picks like I, I don't see that changing. And it's really personal preference at that. point. I think the offensive line situation affects Bryce Young more than any, more than the other two. Which is why I'm concerned. Okay. And I, okay. I have not I've honestly not looked at what's going on. I probably won't evaluate offensive line moves and what teams have done this year until after the draft to kind of know where. But as far as that goes, I mean, I'm gonna always worry about a guy who's gonna play at 190, 195 pounds, you know. Right. And who doesn't have the same mobility. He's like Kyler Light. You know, he doesn't have the same mobility. He's not built the same way. You know, he's got those those Devontae Smith skinny legs. Who has the most complete team? Carolina, Houston, or Indianapolis? Well, Indy's offensive line Indy. is a shit show right now. Their offensive line was world beaters. Like they had the Cowboys of like eight years ago. And now their offensive line is in shit. That changed quickly. Yeah. But was that because of scheme, injuries? I mean, what, you know? It was, the, it was uh, Andrew Luck. The it's curse of Andrew Luck, it's I don't know. His fault just lives on. They they just don't yeah. want to beef up their offensive line. They just want to kill their quarterbacks. If well, no, they did Rich- no, the problem was that they, they did invest in their in their offensive line. They after the up. fact, they messed right. up. After the fact, that's what I'm saying. And then, I don't know. The year the happened. Giants uh, drafted uh, Barkley. Barkley, they, they drafted. When they, they, uh, Quentin Nelson. Nelson. Quentin yeah. Nelson, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Got to get those offensive lines. All right, so best landing spot for Bryce Young. Probably well, he's got to go to Carolina, yeah. Yeah. They're the team they're a team that has relatively they put together a patchwork like hey, come check out our it's like it's like when that when like this cool car comes in the gas station and then they, like you pop the hood and there's like a fucking there's like uh, hamsters right running around making the cargo. You know, there's nothing on, underneath the hood. That's what that's what uh, Carolina could be like with all this patchwork. Damn, whatever you smoked before the show was a good one for this imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you you can't just get Adam Thielen declining Adam Thielen and. And they're not going to have any work with with the quarterback. One of the one okay, you have the QB. This QB is going to be like, okay, let's let's go let's go have Camp CJ Stroud and wherever I live, and all this all the he's going to fly in everybody with his new contract, and they're going to be all tight and stuff. Is that going to happen? Miles Sanders with his with his new free agent deal there. Oh, well, they're I mean, building the offense around it. So I mean, yeah. I think I it's know. more about the coaching staff in Carolina than it is the personnel. Frank Wright going to be. Able I to like play. the staff. Josh McCown, come on. Let's go. It feels like they've done a pretty good job. I just don't want to see him in Indy because I think that offensive line needs help. And 
I think you could be in trouble back there. All right, so let's move on. Who's third? Or who's fourth, I mean? Uh, AR, Anthony Richardson. I think he's got to go to the Colts. Polarizing prospect. Colts because of the coach. Yeah. What he did with Jalen Hurts. Right, exactly. That seems to make a lot of sense. You have a good running game. I mean, yeah, it, you know. And it's he's like just uh, Baltimore. You, tic- you have to sell tickets. Big part of it. Well, they'll they'll hire. Um, what does a Richard What does a Richardson signing do to the pieces in place? Does it rest in peace? D, uh, rest you know in what peace happens? Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman goes down the same road as DJ Moore, and Gosh. all of a sudden, all don't of a sudden, the stock goes down. I don't, don't care what anybody do says. DJ Moore's stock is going to go down if it hasn't already. Like if right. you're not buying into that yet. You go for an offense that's, that throws 550, 600 times to an offense that threw for 377 attempts last year. No, thank you. Like the three yeah. years that the three years that uh, that DJ Moore was good. I tweeted this the other day. They had they averaged like 580 attempts or something crazy. Well, they're the Bears are going to throw more this year, but the problem is this is the whole argument I've had about DJ Moore since forever. And every podcast I go on, everybody tells me I'm wrong about him. But I don't understand why a guy who's never had better than a wide receiver 16 season is like constantly talked about as a wide receiver one. Like, oh, but he's so young and he's so good. And if he just gets a quarterback, like, okay, well, you just keep talking about that every year. And it's like year six. So I don't know. Yeah, well, he's not not super young anymore. He's not super young anymore. And he's never performed on on medium volume. He had a really nice season last year with 118 targets, or, or not last year, but 2021 or 2020. It was 2020. He had a really nice season in 2020 with 118 targets, but he caught like he had like 18 yards of catch. Outside of that, his career is 13.9. Like, yeah, he needs targets, and I don't know that the target volume is there. The so, same thing is going to happen if yeah. the Colts draft Anthony Richardson, and you're looking at Michael Pittman there. He's not going to have 140, 150 targets with Anthony Richardson as the quarterback. No. Mm-mm. If Anthony Richardson goes to the Colts, where are you taking him in the Superflex? 104. Whoa, that's oh really? I'm taking him at 104 because I'm I'm. It's not going to take much for his volume for his value to just skyrocket, and it won't be to every player in your league. You won't be able to capitalize on this with every guy. There's going to be a couple guys here and there. They're going to be like, yep. I want in on this on this uh, you know this rocket r- rocket ship ride. Whether it burns out halfway out of the atmosphere or whether it gets to the moon, we don't know. If Bryce Young and or C.J. Stroud go before Anthony Richardson, are you taking either of those guys before Anthony Richardson in a super flex, a rookie mock, or rookie real draft? I'm taking them regardless of where everybody lands before on. before Richardson. Yeah, I'm taking Bryce Young and well, I'm taking CJ Stroud and Bryce Young before Anthony Richardson, regardless of landing spots. How many Richardsons are you uh looking forward to acquiring there, Mr. Sid? Well, I have uh currently six one oh twos. Um but one of the one oh twos I have the one oh one as well, and I already have like four or five quarterbacks. Um so I'm not sure, but that one's probably gonna get traded. Uh, I would guess at this point, if I had to draft right now today, I'd probably just take two of each, (laughs) but, or, I mean, I'd probably just try to trade back a spot or two and pick up something, let somebody else pick. But I also don't want to end up with all six of the same 
what player, you know are you looking for in the 102 what are you looking for if you're trying to get rid of the one so, uh well that's a that's a great question and something i wanted to bring up tonight so thank you for asking larry um Ooh. i have the 102 in a league and uh i have been trying to package it with you know like a mac jones a kenny pickett uh somebody somebody in that level to try to mac jones for you know toss that out for lamar toss that out for watson Ooh. toss that out for that <laughs> not expecting to get accepted I like it. but can we start a conversation no. can we get a counter can you know what needs to yes. be added to that right definitely a, a, a crap um, i'm i'm of the same what am people, i the same of people are worried about lamar i've seen some trades for him that were about not far I, off. I yeah, take it, there have been some weird trades for 102 for and what'd you say? 102 and Mac? And 102 and Mac. Probably Goff. not. 102 and Pickett maybe would be a little closer. It's going to depend. 102 and Goff? Um, but yeah. 102 and Goff. Yeah. For Lamar. Yeah. So I have the 102 in a league and the 101, his team, he has two quarterbacks on his roster. Hold on one moment. He's got two quarterbacks. He's got the 101, 201, 203. So nothing besides the 101. His two quarterbacks are Colt McCoy and Davis Mills. That's it. That's absolutely it. That's amazing. I have the 102 and the 103. Let's see here if I can remember. The 103 is in quarterback. He needs quarterback. So he's not going to be using, he's not going to be trading up. Let's see. Hockelhoff and then Outhouse. So this is in TA4. Let's see here. Oh, this guy has Mac Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Kyle Trask, Mitch Trubisky, Malik Willis, and Jameis Winston. So he needs another quarterback. Yep. So he's not going to be interested in trading up to the 101. Uh, Outhouse won't pay that price. Right. He's got Fields, Goff, and Lance, but he won't pay that price to move up to the 101. So I'm kind of playing chicken with the guy at 101. And I have, I have the 102. I also am just fine at quarterback with – uh, let's see here, Dak, Tua, and Deshaun Watson. Like, I'm not concerned at quarterback at all. So I'm sitting here going, okay, how can I leverage this to the 101? I've made some offers, and it has been – I mean, the guys tried – at first it was like 102, 108, and a 24 first. No. Like, Come on, we're not, we're not playing this game. No. So he, he has been randomly sending me offers to try and sell the 101, but it's always a little too steep. Like I'm not going to pay the 101 and the 108 or the 102 and the 108 when I know that you no. are the one in a pinch. So I offered him the 101, and the 111, and he rejected, or the 102 and the 111, and he rejected. Oh, that's a good. Back. That's he a sent good it back the 102 and the 108, and I was like, no, nah, never mind. All right, we're done. Mm. So in a, in you know a week he'll do the same thing and try to send me an offer. They continue to get a little weaker here and there, but I just love this game of chicken where it's like you can't take Bijan. You cannot no, take no. Bijan because you have no risk. quarterbacks. Doesn't make sense. Nope. Yep. So I have all the leverage at this point because I don't care. I'll take another quarterback. I don't know if anybody out there knows me, but <laughs> fuck it, I'll load up on quarterbacks. I I love quarterbacks. Well, so it's that's no it, problem with me. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I have basically the same scenario in in TA five where Outhouse has the one hundred and one and I have the one hundred and two, and he. He has hurts, but other than that, basically does not have a quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, I have fields and a bunch of like mid guys. Um, so he offers me the 101 and a 24 second for the 102 and my 24 first. Ooh, I like so it. Essentially, we just kind of, you know, 
I could just move back maybe four or five spots next year, but I can That's move like up a to Mitch the one one now. It's a Mr. So it's a Mr. Trubisky trade. My question, my question is, <laughs> could I then? Do you think I'd have better success taking the one hundred and one to package with like a Pickett or a Mac Jones or Brock Purdy and go after a Lamar or a Watson or one of those? Would guys? you absolutely? Yeah, I mean, obviously, my my chances but would. Then you'd be but... giving up what you'd be giving up is the one hundred and two and the twenty four first and one of those guys exactly. for Lamar. Exactly. That may be a little steep. So is that, yeah. Okay. That's, that's my, that's my thoughts. Like process. if your thought process is I'm going to move from the one Oh two and get a quarterback, you know, in the elite tier. I don't know that I'd be moving up to the one Oh one and consolidating assets to do that. Right. Cause you're just giving away another asset in that process. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you earn the one Oh two or not, but if you earn the one, no, I moved up. Did you? So I gave up a 24 second to move up to two, like from a where months, a couple months ago, from four. Oh, so still not, you know, not yeah. a great situation. And if yeah. you're the 104, you probably need pieces, you know, yeah, to start in. So yeah. it's not been re- rebuilding a bit, but with yeah. Fields, if I pair one of these quarterbacks, I just think that's too much risk to be like, you know, Fields and Stroud or Fields and Young. I'd rather yeah. upgrade to one of the, you know, see, I Fields heard- and Lamar or Fields and Watson, you know. I have a question. If I have Pat Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence as my QBs and Baker Mayfield and See, the one hundred one and one hundred two, am I supposed to take a QB at one hundred two? If I have, those I would. Guys? I would yeah, because I would you still too. only have two quarterbacks. Let's not. Let's just ignore the Baker Mayfield thing because he's nobody. Lost in the championship. I was kind of undeserving. I mean, I have a playoff team. I have a great team. Yeah, this past year, I made the championship game because I got lucky. Just by, I mean, I, I mean, I have a good team, but I was a year right. away. Made a run, and now I'm a year away. I'm a year away, so this is the year. And I had the four, four and the five, 104, 105, because I was like, okay, if you, I'll just take Bijan. So you traded the two picks for the 101. For the 101. Earlier so you have the 101, year. the 102, and a team that is a is a contender. Who kind of got got hot during the playoffs? Yes, I wouldn't mind trying to trade back off the one hundred and two and go back yeah. to. Have you have you made any offers to move back a couple spots? I haven't played around with it yet. No. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing that. I, I offered actually. I offered EK Baller a trade that that has been sitting there. Well, don't try to move off the one hundred and one. So, uh, so I okay. So I have the one hundred and one and one hundred and two in this league, yeah. this particular league. I was thinking about the Warzone League, which is a different league. Sure. This league is uh, – Norfolk and I picked up, remodeled it completely, and I have a ton of picks in this draft. Of the 101 and 102, I offered EK Baller the 101 for the 104 and 105. And he gave me the old, oh, I got to think about this. And this has been sitting out here for like like a month. I'm, I'm so pumped for fucking rookie drafts. That's all that matters. Well, okay. So I want to go back to the uh, – you know, now that we got past the quarterbacks – the best and worst landing spots for a couple guys. Yeah, let's pick out some random folks and let's just do it that way. Great idea. Well, right, Sid? Sid walked away for a minute. Let's finish this. Poor Sid was running around out there. Got a baby screaming or What's something. What's that in his background? Is that like a, a head or something? That's to the right of that chair? What is that? It looks like a car yeah. seat or something. I can't tell. Oh. You could make his screen big and we could really look. I know. Let me see if I can do that. We could we could creep on his. Uh, That's weird. Basement. 
He is. In he got like, kicked out of his office. He's downstairs now. He's in like some torture fucking situation here. That, what? That, what? Not your bitch. <gasps> I just realized Zach's gone. <laughs> yeah, man. I gotta bring it up okay. when we're not in dead air because I know Fuck you're gonna edit this out. May oh, look at this guy in his shorts, dude. Isn't there snow in Illinois? You're wearing shorts. Isn't there? Is there snow in Illinois right now? You're wearing shorts. Your fucking earbuds. That's okay. He's got socks all the way up to his fucking crotch. It, so. it was 80, 80 degrees on Thursday. I got a sunburn, and then Sunday it was snowing. Sid rolled into his uh, his room in, on roller skates. Just no. <laughs> you look. You know, you guys are both in basements. Um, well, but, yeah, it's freezing balls down here. It's like thirty five degrees. So yeah, did you guys get some snow? Justin's jealous of the basements. You don't get. I'm not jealous of a basement. Let me tell you something right now. That is more trouble than it's worth for me. What? Yeah. A basement? Oh, awesome. Oh. I'm sorry. Right you just said it's thirty five fucking right degrees now. in there. Oh no, Hold I on. I love it cold. I hate the heat. Justin can't bury any dead bodies down there because they'll pop up in the Mississippi out of the ground. Yeah, ground. They'll float to the surface and shit. Come out. Yeah. Speaking of dead bodies, have you buried Zach Wilson, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, Ooh. he's buried. Gone. I have someone waiting in the wings, but I got to wait because it's got to be official. It's rubbish, <laughs> man. Rubbish. Rubbish. So, who do you like, Sid? When we talk about the Bears running back room, what are you are you anticipating a draft pick being a running back? Or are we rolling into the 2023 season with Khalil Herbert no way. and Donta Foreman? No way. Donta Foreman. Whose jersey do you want out of those two guys? Out of those two? Yeah. <laughs> Herbert, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert was my yards. Um, yeah, no, 20 teams are going to draft running backs, uh, in this draft. So they're going to be one of those 20 and, uh, Ooh, yeah. Who I mean, I, I, who do you expect them to take and who, who do you ha- want them to take? Who do you love? Mm. I mean, if they had a little, if I knew what the offensive coordinator wanted to actually do, then I might be able to fit a player to that, but I really have no effing clue what he's doing. They really need to address the offensive line, honestly. So I don't care who the running back is, but it's it's going to come down to I'd like a pass catching running back, but I don't think Fields is really going to throw to him. So does it really matter? So what if what if Jameer Gibbs landed in in Chicago? Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is that a worst fit? Even though it's a best but, fit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the best NFL fit, worst fantasy fit, like type thing, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That would be, you know, it's it's really the second, third round that's going to be interesting. Obviously, at nine, they're they're probably going O line. Um, yeah, I can't but, see them going quarter or running back there. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, um, but the second and third round, man. I mean, it just it just feels like, you know, pick 64, uh, pick 53, pick 61. So, yeah, you have, you know, three prime spots there for a running back or receiver. And you can pretty much guarantee they're going to take at least one of each at some point here. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a little nervous about that. They seem not to do well with the wide receivers. You know, they'd end up with like a Quentin Johnson type and he'd be Kevin White. Whereas if he just went somewhere else, he would he wouldn't be. 
Um, but running back wise, they've had pretty good success over the years. However, it's been different quarterback types, right? So with Fields, I don't know. Fields runs the ball so I, much. I just I think really Herbert crazy. is gonna be Herbert or Foreman will be good with him, but a pass catching running back, we just may not see that max potential there. So from a weapon standpoint, it might be great for the offense, but for fantasy, I just don't I, I'm I'm hoping they don't take one of my you know running backs that I'm excited about for fantasy, basically. Which would be Gibbs, Charbonnet, Spears, um, kind of any of that type group. Pretty much RB two through six. I could say. see like a Zach Evans landing there. Yeah, that bit. that that definitely makes like sense. A, An Evan Hall replacement. Like, you know, um, that that's the type of you know Evan Hall, Eric Gray, something like that, where they can kind of mm. fit in. Eric Gray's got some hype these days in some but, podcasts. Yeah, he is. He is. That, that sleeper is not going to be a sleeper for very long. I got him in the sixth round, I think, fifth or sixth round of uh, my one pre-draft rookie draft. That ain't happening in two so, weeks. No, that's that's why I love this draft because there's yeah. so many fun picks. Yeah, I actually got the 505 and the 506, Evan Hall and Eric Gray. So I was pretty stoked nice. about that. Yeah. Well, let's yeah! see. We got one more right. position player. One more position player that I that we can play the best and worst landing spot with. Let's That's JSN. Mm. First wide receiver off the board. I really don't give a shit about any of the other wide receivers because only it, first rounder. Maybe. I think I think we get three or four. First I, I think it'll end up being three, but yeah. 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 Zay Flowers, anyone? I kind of like Zay. Man, he's scrappy. I like him. I like him. I don't know if he's going to be great, but he's. I say I we get three first round, a minimum three first round wide receivers. Yeah, I think it's. I think it could be four. If you I look at last year's class though here. versus this one, it just doesn't seem like. I don't know, but a guy like Jalen Hyatt, for example, who's like he only does one thing, but he but does it really effing well, yeah. and it's speed, man. And so, like, could you see a team taking him late first? Like, yeah. Do you, I think that's. The best scenario, no, but I definitely could see it happening. What did we talk about earlier? Forty percent of the first round busts. That's right. Wait, sixty percent busts. Forty percent hit. Who's gonna? Yeah, when you look at the five of these guys, though, it is scary. You know, Jordan Addison, five eleven, one seventy three. Zay at five nine, one eighty two. Josh Downs at five nine, one seventy one. You know, like, and Jigba's got nice height, but he could use a little bit more. Bulk he could on fill out a bit. He sticks foot, I think. That. So yeah, he can yeah. he can add a little bit. And then Quentin Johnston is like the prototypical athlete, but he didn't separate in college. Mm-mm. He had such a high contested rate and contested catch percentage, and then he didn't doesn't have good hands them either. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he scares me. A lot of questions outside me. of JSN. I turned down a trade offer uh, during right before the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs last season. It was a trade offer for it was a counter Quentin Johnson, Chris Godwin. I was offered Chris Godwin for Quentin Johnson and I turned it down. Why did you mm. do that? Because, that, because back then Quentin he was, Johnson he was, kind was of the man. Guy. He was yeah. Remember, this guy was like the number one wide receiver. It's true. Um, he was getting the hype before people started really digging into him and then they started digging into his profile. They're like, wait a minute. Well, no, he was the man. He was the man and then last season he didn't 
burst on the scene until like three quarters away through a season. He didn't have a, any type of game worth to speak of. And then all of a sudden he had this monster game the and then he kind of disappeared again. But everyone was like, oh, my God, the monster game. So who, it's, uh, he's just, he's going to be the crapshoot guy. Like, how does the NFL view these guys is the big the fucking magic question. And that's why we're going to have this draft party and we're going to celebrate it while it's happening in real time. It's going to be amazing. So, so Dr. Foreman or Khalil Herbert? Who do you who who who's your RB one? Who's your RB two? Come on, it's it's Khalil Herbert. But how about JSN <laughs> to Atlanta? I don't want to see that. No, you said to Atlanta. Yeah, just be, just from a roster build standpoint, or just from a fit standpoint. From fantasy and fit, like okay, you've already got okay. two guys that need targets, and then yeah. you're going to throw him on there. I, I just don't see it. With, I mean, it's a hell of a I don't trio think if you had a quarterback times next year. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to see him there. I'd rather see him. My ideal landing spot is for him to be stacked with C.J. Stroud in Texas. In that would be nice. Yeah. So get C.J. Stroud at two yeah. and then J.S.N. at 12. You got the instant chemistry. You know That would be balls be right there. Right. That would be balls if that was done. Yep. I might be taking some J.S.N. over, over uh, Anthony Richardson at four in that situation. Ooh, that I would not do. Ooh. See, the thing about the the perfect uh, description that I've heard there, at least that makes sense to me, is with Richardson, one big run in the preseason. And it's just going to be, you know. That's why I said I'd take him at four. So, like, that's, yeah, it's hard to. Richardson's value is baked in for, like, two years minimum. The value insulation is there. Are you looking at Clinton (laughs) Johnson's uh, profile? What's the sample size on JSN? This is why I'm not all in on him. Honestly, I don't know. Did you see his two 15 catch games where he was just annihilating everyone on the field? I mean, no, because they... I've had some good fucking games on the basketball court where I <laughs> annihilate everybody on the field. But who, who fucking, who's ever heard of me? Well, you know? unfortunately, here in Big Ten country, I've seen an awful lot of him. And uh, unfortunately, he's really effing good. OK, he's so. very good. Yeah. And he is not the guy that can't separate. Sample size scares me, man. From, but... Yeah, Listen, but he, he say, did it with let, Wilson, let me, Olave. I mean, come on. Let me say this. The sample size scares me. So I had my one rookie draft that's pre-NFL draft. And the, the whole thing is to take safe players, right? Because you don't want to be the guy who took Malik Willis at 103 right. last year. Right? Ruben. So... Bijan went one, obviously. Richardson went two. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Jameer Gibbs went five. I'm at 106. I smashed JSN. Yeah. Done. To me, he is yeah, the safe take him there. Just yes. like last year, I took Garrett Wilson. Even though he wasn't my top receiver, he was the safest one for me before the draft. Same, same thought process here. Even though I don't necessarily love JSN or want to root for an Ohio State criminal, but he's the safest player in this draft because he can separate, he can get open. And no matter where he lands, I think he's going to have a, a role almost immediately. I'm just glad he's not like a technically a little person, and he can no, run he's six routes. foot. Yeah, he's six foot. Well, there's a lot of little people in this draft. There is. Uh, he can run routes. He's athletic as hell. I want all that. You know, I want the guy who produces, who's athletic, and who has technique. Give me that. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Where do we want to see him land, though? If you're looking at, you know, a top 15-ish, probably. 
So the draft scene. sets up kind of weird, right? Because if you look at like, you know, if he if he doesn't go like 11, 12 to Tennessee, Houston, um, you know, the Jets, Patriots, um, probably not taken at Packers, maybe <laughs> Washington, Pittsburgh, case, Detroit, Tampa, Seattle. None of those teams are really taken. Maybe the if he goes to the Chargers at 21 when he gets hurt, whatever. What it can is. you sell Tannehill for? He ain't going a for third. a second. No yeah, one's giving. No one. <laughs> the question is not what are you selling Tannehill for. It's what will somebody pay for Tannehill? Uh, he, no, we, me and me and Sid just figured it out. I said I ain't paying a second at the same exact time as a third. Yeah. <laughs> That's his value right there. Bam! A fucking superflex, a starting quarterback in superflex. I think I just got him third. thrown in in a trade, actually. Sweetener, the Tannehill sweetener. Like instead of a third, I was like, you can give me Tannehill. The draft is next week. What's a surprise that will give, give me a fucking random like, oh, bam, this happens in the in the middle of the draft with fantasy implications. Minnesota trades up to three. Ooh, see it happening. I could see and them two. Who are they taking? Anthony Richardson. What? Anthony Richardson, the purple people eater, turn into a purple people eater. I could see them jumping up there. That would be amazing. Anthony Richardson to the Vikings. That would be sick. That's like Dalte Culpepper on crack. <laughs> right. Uh, so the fringe of the uh, first round in Dynasty ADP uh, Superflex rookie is you got. Charbonnet at 11, Downs 12, Hooker at 13. I mean, you get Hendon Hooker as potential. I mean, he could be crap, but everybody's raving about him. But, who, oh God, it's hard to take a guy that's 25 years old. At Chain and Hyatt, I think Hyatt and my – like, in a 1.75 tight end, these tight ends oh, are, are fucking gold, baby. They, I mean, these guys are 12, 13, 14, yeah, at least. Yeah. You taking fucking Michael Mayer over Quentin Johnston and Zay Flowers? How do you how do you get where are those guys in Charbonnet? You take Mayer in a one point seven five or Dolan Kincaid? If I have a late first, I want to try to move back and into the yeah. second and grab two. You know, give me two shots. And two take, tight ends, nice. Let me let me take a Kincaid or uh, a Mayer. You know, any of those guys. Okay, these guys, so if they're talking two, three tight ends in the first round. If two yeah. tight ends go in the first round, yeah. You're you're are they gonna last into the second round? If That's two true. tight ends go of into tight end, five? Of, of rookie drafts, yeah. At least one of them will. I can't see the I can't see rookie drafts taking two tight ends in the first round. Well if Quentin, Quentin Johnston's gonna be the wild card piece right here, because he drops out of the first round based on draft capital, which he could. He could be like the fucking. Um, well, the problem he, is, he could be the DK Metcalf of when he came out, you know. And, and but the pro the problem is, if Johnson falls out, Zay Flowers probably just takes his spot. You're right. still looking at only one, one spot available to the tight end. But going through Zach Charbonnet three, there. Okay, so just say three tight ends going the first round in a one point seven five. You get Darnell Washington. Don Kincaid and Michael Mayer. Yep. Maybe even Luke Musgrave. And who and yep. the, the other guy. Sam Laporta's out Laporta there. Laporta's been, been like some sneaky tight end. And he's a, a tight small, end six. Yeah. 
He's a ten and six in DLF yeah, ADP. Yeah, yeah, the only problem is, and I'm going to caution this to uh, all our listeners that Larry won't do is don't overvalue rookie tight ends. Ooh. It takes it takes years for these guys to hit most of the time. Mm. You're not going to get a Pat Fryermuth every year. Hold on, this has been labeled a legendary tight end season for fantasy. Have you Class. not heard that? Huh? Yeah. What did I say? I said it wrong. Class? Yeah. You season? said season, but a class. Well, sure, but how long does it take for these guys to actually be fantasy yeah. studs? Landing spot's going to be a big, Hold on. big factor. If you tell your average fantasy analyst, oh, what about in a 1.75 tight end? They're going to be, their eyes are going to pop out of their head. And they're going to be like, like, it's going to be like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Well, I've got some real data here for you because my pre-draft rookie draft is a 1.75. And the first tight end was Michael Mayer. He went at 201. And then Kincaid went at 204. And then I took Washington at 208. Oh! Just swinging for the upside. Just swinging for the... If he goes in the first round, I think I can sell him. I feel like those three guys, once the draft occurs, those three guys have to be under 205 and under. Those guys are gone. If they're first rounders and they they get a spot where they have a chance to to start three first round tight ends, three first round tight ends are two hundred five or less. I can tell you if I had unless it's like Goddard. I'm playing a one seven five. I'm playing a one seven five, and I have three picks before two hundred five. Like if I'm in the two hundred one, two hundred two, two hundred four, two hundred five, I'm not taking three tight ends there. No way. (laughs) <laughs> I, I know how to sabotage a, a roster, and it's to draft a bunch of rookie tight ends. So I might I might want to take a shot, a shot on one of them, one, but I don't want to take multiple yeah. shots on rookie tight ends. Well, that's why if you if you can trade back from a late first to say like an early second and a late second, then you can take one, and then you and take, then take a running back or whoever yeah. falls to the value, right? Yeah, that's why. Vant, I Vant wasn't a one hundred six, one hundred seven guy. No so fan. in a rookie yeah. draft, oh, in a rookie, he draft. was late first. Yeah, he was late first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was, was oh, in one quarterback leagues, he was 106, 107. I know that. Noah Fant, uh huh. Yeah, Hawkinson man. and Fant, yeah. 110, one, I think 108 Hawk to 110 were interchangeable. No, yeah, yeah. I'll tell uh, you, I, I was in a one quarterback league when those guys were drafted, and I will go investigate this right now and tell you how it went down. All right, so it was 2019. Check this out. So Hawk went 110. I'm I'm in a 10 team league at the time, and this is a 10 team league, one quarterback, no tight end premium, start nine with a defense. Oh my god. Anyway, TJ Hawkinson goes 110. A guy takes him at a guy takes fan at the 206. And he go, and then he had, he has a comment to the to the to the MFL, like you know how you put a comment right. for drafting. Yeah. He, this is uh June 9th, two thousand nineteen. You boys sleeping at the fantasy wheel, letting this kid slip this far. <laughs> Thank you. Well, to be fair, that is a long <laughs> trip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't wrong at that point. <laughs> yeah, you guys did let him slip. He just. He, <laughs> He busted is what it was. But, yeah, there have been a lot of, of tight ends who had great draft capital who didn't do shit. But that's, this is a one quarterback, no premium, and he's going, these guys are going, you know. Well, his, ADP, his ADP in uh, one quarterback 
uh, on DLF was actually the tight end one at eleven. And hold on, in their defense, that 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 draft that year was 2019 was a was a weak uh, fantasy. See, uh, actually, you know, that was before the draft. Hold on. I, mean, I love to happen. The, the, the Bears yeah. are not drafting a running back. They have yes, two, they bruisers, You're two drunk. bruisers. Two bruisers. You're drunk. They got two backups. They need a starter. Mm. It says everything you need to know about Khalil Herbert. That as okay. soon as David Montgomery was healthy, they relegated him to clear backup status again. They don't players or teams don't do that to, to players that they think can be good. All right. What are you doing with your Chicago running backs? Well, listen, I have both of them on a team. I have both of them in the 16 team. You should have sold Khalil Herbert as soon as Dave Montgomery was not re-signed. You should have sold him already. Wow. You're right. Mm -hmm. What could I have gotten for Khalil Herbert? A second. Second Second is what I saw him go for most commonly. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of folks on Twitter saying, or on Reddit saying that that was dumb. Can't do a I can't wait till next week because I'm I'm dragging that thread back up. Can't do the second for a 16 team. (laughs) Let's talk about the Run DFF Twitter poll. Mr. Joe Burrow. Well, actually, it's more complicated than that, but we can talk about both. Go ahead. Well, you posted a poll that had I to did. do with Joe Burrow and the 101 and 102 or Joe Burrow. Sid, who you got? Say that again? The one... This is very 101 simple. and 102 for Joe Burrow. In a mm. what settings? Super just 12 team, 12 start team nine is right there at the top. Yeah. Start, start nine. nine. Mm. Start nine. It's all about the studs. Yeah, I think that's where I'm gonna have to go, Burrow. But I I mean I get like, yeah, if you're saying Bijan and Stroud or Bijan and Young, like I, I get it. Like that's yeah, I don't know. That's if you were me. in a startup right now and someone said, I'll give you the 105 and you give or the 104 whatever and you yeah. give me the 202 and the 205 what would you do mm. yeah that's i think tough. that's that's a little steep but you could flip the 101 yeah you could uh, turn that into like three or four picks yeah in the first round that's true if you were in a startup i think i might go the other side but if i'm if i'm in an established league here and I'm, i have a good team i'll different. take burrow so what's what tell us about dynasty junkies man let, let everybody know i know we there's a lot of folks that listen to both of both of our pods probably yeah we got some crossover. How about the folks that have never heard you guys man what, what can you tell us about about the show for sure man yeah dynasty junkies we've got um basically just we're the sickest of the sick right like we're just constantly <laughs> we're in this shit 24 7 365 we are we are truly junkies can't live without it um we try to we're a weekly podcast live thursday nights and we try to really mix in the listeners just like you guys do we do a live show um and we have our signature segment called find me a trade and that's where a listener submits their league their team uh, and we go in and typically there's two of us hosting and, and then there's a, a guest. Um, that's the general scenario there. So you get all three of us come up with a trade and then we discuss that for the team. Mm-hmm. So along with our normal themes and news and other stuff that we go over, um, that that signature segment keeps people coming back. It's a lot of fun, especially when you get that guest in there. 
Um, cause you kind of know, you know, you listen to me for a little while, you kind of know my strategy and what I do and what I like to find, but when you throw in, uh, you know, uh, pick any, any name like Peter Howard comes on. Right. And, uh, you know, imagine him finding a trade for your team and, and think about all the directions that can go. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to have on different people and, uh, you know, we, we definitely get a chance to help a lot of people. And the cool part is like, you can apply that to your league. So it doesn't have to just be like, Oh, well they didn't pick, you know, my league or, or my team, but a lot of the trades that we talk about, the concepts, um, anyone can apply to their leagues for the most part. So yeah, great segment, a lot of fun. I do love the find a trade. Yeah, you guys did that a long time ago. Had a you trade. guys got like a rotating guests, uh, a rotating host thing, right? Yep. Sometimes it's yep. There's three of main guys, right? Right. Yep. So Rocky, um, who's also uh, trade addicts host with uh russ and then andrew hall as well he writes for um a couple different places so fantasy pros and so yeah uh we got a we got a good crew the three of us are all very very different um we're currently on our third uh junkies listener league and we're all co-managing a team together and it's a complete disaster well dude justin we have to get into the next junkies league yeah we might have to but can we get in the are you guys going to co-manage the next one as well because that's what i want to see i want to know i am done i'm done i hate throwing money away man it pisses me off oh Oh, that's what that's what co-managing is no so here's the thing I actually co-managed a team with uh, my two Dynasty Roast co-hosts, and that was a Debbie League, and we absolutely dominated. But besides the results, I never learned more. Like, I learned so much because the three of us were all so different and really, like, great at communicating that and getting our points across. So I learned so, so much from that one league. Um, It was actually a ton of fun. Uh, But... The, this one so far is not quite going the same way. <laughs> All we're doing is picking players that piss each other off. So, yeah. like, you know, Andrew and I will pick a player Rocky hates, and then Andrew and oh Rocky will pick a player that I hate. And so, yeah. Oh, hey. dude. Well, Rocky, you know, Rocky, you know, he, he likes some, uh, he likes some, he likes some wrinkles. Yeah, he likes some, uh, he likes some, he likes, the he, likes for the, he likes for the balls to be a little lower than <laughs> a little bit further. He's than... a milf. He's a milf guy. <laughs> he's a gilf guy. Oh yeah. He's a tilf guy. Yes. He's a, don't yeah. You don't, don't want to get lost in the restroom with Rocky. Most likely. <laughs> give him a pill. Not, not unless he, especially not if he's holding as a, he's holding a Shabbat bag. Right. The, uh, I don't know. Little blue pills. Little blue pills team. Okay, so, I, well, I mean, one last thing. Did everybody hear about this? This little rager that uh, I'm putting together. I connected with with uh, Shane Manila and Rocky Petrella, the Trades and Five guy, and the Dynasty Trades HQ guy, and the Dynasty Junkies guy, and the and the Trade Addicts guy, and, we, I, and we're like, yo, we had a great time when Justin was passing through last year, let's do it again. It's right around the same time of year. Uh, we meet up at the same place. What the hell? Let's just do it. Uh, Michael Finero's in on this from, I did hear Cooper. about this. I did hear about this. Michael. Yes. Yeah. We're going to start a band. It's going to be like a, 
Well, I don't know. We we, we want to like cross pollinate all of our listeners and yeah, say, I hey, love it. come come and hang love out, it. and uh, we're we're gonna be hanging out. And if you guys want to hang out and talk dynasty football, that's where we're gonna be. So, I love Larry. Larry, uh, he's messaging me on Wednesday. He's like, "Any interest in swinging up to the tavern on the lake on May 12th? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, sure, just Larry, swing it up a, there. Just I got swing a four-year-old and eleven-month-old to be, it'll be uh, turning one the next day. I don't think that's a great idea. Oh man, <laughs> very disappointed. I'd love to come up there for for just a happy hour podcast pod fest. Sure. Hey. So yeah, so we're so we're trying to like get some, get some awesome. uh, traction here, so we could get and this this is a great place. Justin was there. We raised there last year. Had a great time. Mercer was in the hizzy. Crashed on right. crashed on Mercer's couch. Yeah, he had, he had he had a hotel room. The uh, our one of our listeners at the time. Now he's got his. Uh, now he's got the the coast, coast to coast, coast pod. Yeah, and uh, he got a he got a room and me and Justin ended up crashing out in his room that night. Right? Yeah, How did. about we went to this bar for an, uh, an event that we planned, and then we had no place to stay. We ended up <laughs> fucking sleeping on. <laughs> we had no agenda whatsoever. That's amazing. And we got a ride, and the ride, and we got an Uber ride back to the bar the next day. So this lady picks us up in her Uber from a hotel, right? And drives us back, drives us back to the bar where where my car was. And Justin had just run this marathon, so he could barely. He's super like, like three or four days in a row. He, so we so we he she pulls us up in a parking lot. She goes, "Oh, you guys had a good time last night." And Justin gets out of the. We both get out of the car, and Justin's walking like he's got like this fucking stick up his ass. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, look how she's looking at you. Stop walking that way. <laughs> she thinks you really had a good time last night. Oh, that's hey, awesome. What happens in what happens in Jersey stays in there Jersey. You go, baby. Heights yeah. down. There was some karaoke involved, but anyway, not this go round. Not this go round. But yeah, man, we're gonna have some fucking sure, we'll Rockies hanging out, so we're gonna have some junkies. Um. We have some trays HQ, some hot sauce, and awesome. some rookie fever, and maybe some dynasty re- rewind. Oh, that's oh Michael Bauer. Let's go. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. We'll see how it goes. That's the guy we gotta get on the show, Justin. Yeah, think, yeah, you know? yeah. You should. Power, you really should. Power. You know. Yeah, we've had all those guys on, uh, on junkies, and there yeah. you go. Great dudes Back to the junkies, baby. What else do we got, Justin? This two-hour show. Holy I shit. we have really, really uh, covered enough tonight. This is a two-hour show. Know what that means? That you're only going to get one-hour show this time and maybe another hour show a couple days from now. <laughs> after we get last week's show out. Who listens to two hours of a fucking show, right? After, after you edit out all Larry's crazy shit about no, route running, it'll be about 12 minutes, so it's fine. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're crazy shit. We got let it out, All right? Like, what are you gonna yeah, do now? Yeah, I was now, never man? on the show. I was just never there. So wait, you have the house to yourself tonight? Well, my wife's probably home by now, but I have no idea oh, because no. she's two floors up. All she's right, down in the basement. Yeah. Well, that's Who amazing. Knows? Who knows? Who knows? This is fantastic. So hey, if you're gonna drop into the Dynasty Hot Sauce draft party next week then you better roll in when it's time to roll in scott sidlow wouldn't open the doors his name is scott his name is sid scott 
underscore Sidlow portfolio, motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks We're for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers. Talking Dynasty Football, baby. <laughs>